Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode, episode 22, the Double Deuces of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. I am your host with the most who loves French toast, Adam Michael Pedersen. Joining me, as always, is Steve who apparently thinks he's in the circle of trust now, 21 episodes in, Steve Gaylord Fokker Hamer. Hello, Stephen. <laughs> Hello. And always, on the ones and the twos, the man who puts this together for us after we yabber about meaningful things. Meaningful. Is Brett Chris P. Bacon Han. Mm-hmm. Hello, Brett. Hello. I encourage people to just Google Chris P. Bacon and enjoy. (laughs) Boys, boys, boys. Hold on. This one's for our listeners who love uh, OSMR. It's ASMR. (sighs) ASMR. Sorry, ASMR. Oh, the OB. Origami. Society of the Mediterranean Republic. Wow. Sorry. Eric would be the vice president. Sorry, I asked. <laughs> you guys uh, remember old Derek, the guy who got smoked by the four wheeler? Remember how good he was at origami back in the day? Yes. That was cool. It was probably no. before the four wheeler. I doubt he oh, yeah. can fold paper it. anymore. <laughs> kind of disappointed I never never got a witness. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I'd go up to Derek in the study hall and say, Derek, can you make me a swan? Sure, I'll make you a swan. It's not that he was bad, Steve. It's just that when he's the only person in a tri-state area that does it, I guess it's kind of <laughs> like it's spellbinding. Yeah. Probably a little his own little thing. His own yeah. little thing. Uh, probably a little difficult to do. Or <laughs> can't even talk. Ormagami. To do, to or- do origami or-magami. when you when you have a hand with a bone out of place. It's all ballooned up. I think the floaty yeah. bone would have helped. You could hold a piece of paper in a way you just normally wouldn't. <laughs> Shouldn't have stood in front oh. of a four-wheeler. Yes. Amen. So what happens when you play chicken with machinery? Sometimes you got to learn lessons the hard way. Man versus machine. Machine <laughs> one. Oh, man. Well, I am a... Who are you? Pound. I'm 30 pounds lighter in the last one. I'm feeling spectacular. Notice that my chin is slightly smaller. My second chin is slightly smaller. (laughs) It would be be really, really sweet if your chin wasn't hid behind the microphone. What, uh... What I'm so there it is. is. There's four of them. (laughs) If I want to, I can still make four. Soon though, I'll barely even be able to make two. I'm sorry that your comedy troupe second chin is now 30 people smaller. That's unfortunate. (laughs) Yep. See you guys. Can only drag you around for so long. These these joints can only take so much. Cutting the vet. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) I just I just can't wait till that uh that fourth chin, chin comes back to the our in the vengeance. Ped's got a pancake dangling from his chin. Nope. Flop ever again. Ped. I'm going to be <laughs> Steve's trying trying to say that uh, I'm going to have flabby skin hanging everywhere when I lose my weight. Not true, because staplers. I've I've discovered that if you start with like 
an athletic muscular body before you get gigantic like i was no notice the key. Uh, as you go back the skin sucks in a little bit better might be some extra but not pancakey like you're thinking Ederson luck uh, so we're going, going back to sixth grade adam <laughs> at least for, for the na- first time for i lost athletic 100, build. the first time i lost <laughs> 140 pounds it wasn't skin everywhere then but i decided athletic, to be fat you said athletic again. build though yeah athletic build still got it there's six a six grade. pack under there somewhere <laughs> i'm going back to the gym tomorrow and i'm yep. terrified yeah all right Woo! Hut-hut. no no i'm very not excited i mean it'll i'm be, excited for you come on be, brett it'll be great once it, once i get over it but i gotta i gotta get there it's talking with uh just I was talking with my mom earlier and I told her about it and she's like, Oh good. You know, Oh, you're going to be sore. First thing out of her mouth. You're going to be sore. I said, ma, I got to try to sleep before midnight. Uh, I got to try to wake up and then I got to try to tell myself that I am going and get in there and weigh myself and actually do the workout. So I've got eight hurdles to jump before I'm worried about being sore. Sore is a super future Brett problem. I've got, I've got plenty before that to deal with. So, question, answer. Goal number what? one, Brett: avoid basketball. Yeah, no, it, yeah, yeah. I'm just not going to listen to any of my friends. That's step one. It not listening to my friends. <laughs> well, you should listen to me because my question was going to be: what time do what time do you have to be there? Like five thirty, six? No, seven. All right. I mean, I can choose when I go. I'm. I'm choosing to go to the seven o'clock class. Would you like me to give you an upbeat good morning call every morning at six to wake you up and get you going? Absolutely not. I will instantly go back to bed. I'm, you know, me, the audience might not, I'm stubborn. So if you wake me up and set my alarm, I, I will never work out again. So don't even, don't even try to surprise me with it. Cause then that'll be that blood's on your hand. I have noticed that, uh, at some of our game weekends, when I do my up and early in the morning oh. rise, and I like to make noise and be fired up for the day and get everyone pumped up, you usually are like, uh, I'll walk by and you'll you'll subtly just be like, hey, uh, what do you what do you think the chances you maybe just being quiet or toning it down for a little bit are? <laughs> but inside, you're probably like, oh my god, I want to kill this guy. No, on the inside, I'm, I want to murder him. This is uh, <laughs> this is my rendition of me. Well, actually, before we get there, this what Adam just described might seem normal to you. No, let me give you a rendition of what Adam does when he says that he's just trying to wake people up and get them excited. And to be fair, a couple of people in this group. <laughs> that we're speaking about just they won't come out of a sleep for nothing. Like you could threaten them the morning, threaten them with a four wheeler. They wouldn't come out of it. Now, part of it is probably fighting the fact that Adam's wake up procedure is good morning. Hello. Hello. It's the morning. I've been <laughs> up for four hours. I'm on crack and coffee and donuts. And it's a thing. We should get up and do some stuff. Oh, you're dead asleep. You should get up but it's like way more obnoxious and way more loud. (laughs) And like, there's a lot more, instead of singing, it's a lot more shouting and yelling at the top of his lungs. Uh, (laughs) It's pretty accurate. I usually, what I do is I mean, I'm usually awake anyway, because sleeping is, it escapes me. So I usually wave at him. And that's usually like, this is your acknowledgement that you do not have to do anything, any of that to me. And to be fair, he usually tries not to, 
but I'll hear it to everybody else. Myself. It drives me insane. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, my response when I'm like, yeah, you know, what are the what are the chances that you could? I don't know. We we can go tell everybody to wake up in a nice fashion, and then this is more of the beat them with a stick loud approach after they've <laughs> not gotten up for about, you know, 15 minutes, yep. give them a chance. And then, you know, they, you know, this is the repercussions. So yeah, on the outside, I'm, I'm uh, fairly reasonable. Yeah. Sounds about right. All right. So well, yes, what's Steve? worse, Adam doing that or trying to sleep in the basement of Adam's house when Mike's awake at four in the morning. Adam, doing and this that. is what you hear. Oh, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Mike's got the I heaviest see. legs in the world. I see my dad put on the Redwoods for his morning walk <laughs> around the house. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm it's I'm awake so either loud. way. So I'd rather deal with uh, at least a, a decent beat versus uh, just my brain being beat. This sounds like the house is coming down. <laughs> Again, yeah. uh, I... I guess you haven't heard the full force of Adam trying to wake people up. <laughs> uh, Something to uh, behold. He, the best part is he does that even when he's sleeping with his snoring. So. Yeah. Hey, I have noticed with this weight loss, I think I'm sleeping better. Yeah. I've noticed uh, like not so much waking up in the middle of the night kind of stuff, which a excites little, me. A little less sleep apnea because you're not choking yourself to death. Mid, yep. Mid snore. Yep. Yeah little less lard to that's a, disrupt the sleep that's a thing that is a thing yep. all right i need to get to a couple things here okay um don't get know if you guys saw no nope. pretty excited okay mtv cribs is back, back baby no it's coming back it's coming back baby same night what? as the new challenge season yeah oh my goodness mtv is gonna be lit this fall mm-hmm. i am so excited the challenge is coming back mtv cribs man it's gonna be crazy because like back in the day everyone was probably like check out my awesome stereo and my 10 disc cd changer yeah <laughs> back when mtv even cribs was on back in the day now it's gonna be all sorts of crazy new technology even though it's been proven that the original mtv cribs is basically all fake so oh why you gotta rain on my parade like that <laughs> I just, I don't know. You're excited about MTV Cribs. (laughs) I don't know if Cribs is going to, going to have the same appeal to me. I I am interested in watching an episode, but I don't know. I'm, I'm much more bitter and, uh, I'm just that I'm just more bitter now. (laughs) And especially in the year 2021, I just don't know if I, if I'm really going to be all that excited about all these things that other more successful people have than me. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> uh, hey, Gaylord, Steve Gaylord Fokker. Mm-hmm. Uh, last episode, we said that we would provide an update on the Field of Dreams ticket situation. <laughs> Do you like yep. to let them know how that turned out? Sold them. Bought a new truck. Sold them or gave them away? <laughs> gave them Sold away. them for 10 grand, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> on the low end uh, yeah. nope Doing a yeah, steve, steve decided that he was not gonna go so he sent me the email so so 375 dollars a ticket yeah. so he sent me the email and you were forced said, to buy two of them right no you could only buy one if you wanted oh okay 
Yeah. But so then Steve passed it along to me. And then I was like, eh, if it was the twins, I probably would have done it, but not the twins. Uh, so I passed on it also. And then Steve was a generous human being and gave them to a lady. I believe she said her dad helped build the field of dreams. Is that correct? Yeah. It was one of the people he they live in Dyersville. Yeah. And was one of the guys who helped get the movie there. Nice. And yep. a Yankees fan. I yep. believe. Yes, and the Yankees fam. So just hidden on all cylinders there. <laughs> so I sold them at, sold them at face value. So yep. if if you're mad or at let Steve, them buy them. if you're mad at Steve for not playing your kid uh, in in baseball, <laughs> just remember that he's doing a lot of good deeds. So uh, <laughs> yep. what you think really just doesn't matter. Yep. So tomorrow night, Tuesday, August tenth, some lady and her father will be having. A moment that they'll never forget at the Field of Dreams game, all because of Steve Hamer. Congratulations, Steve. Probably die of heat stroke out there. <laughs> this guy's going to get hit in the forehead by a foul ball. It's going to be so. Oh, my so, God. It was meant for Pedersen luck. Oh, no. True. I'm, I'm honestly hoping that I didn't sell them tickets. I'd said August 10th on them. <laughs> Wait, when is the game supposed to be? the 12 <laughs> so thursday i thought a tuesday game was a little strange but thursday august 12th i don't know much about sports ball in so. dyersville iowa a lady and her yep. dad will be having a <laughs> lifetime moment together so, so yeah so steve <laughs> steve gave a couple tickets away and then he sold the real tickets he gave away bought a truck boom <laughs> Oh, by man. the way, did you see like all these towns are running articles about people who were selected with tickets? No, yeah, it's dumb. That's yeah, how Storm slow Lake the had news one. Is. I saw two or three towns. Wow, yeah, dumb. Yikes, I did see online that the average price for them, uh, for what they're selling for is for it was like 1436 bucks or something a ticket. Dear God, so people are. Steve could have made some coin, but instead he just did a good thing. Proud of you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Makes so, up for all the bad names I've called you. Wow. <laughs> I mean, this gives you at least a year of leeway. At least. Great. I mean, that's twenty. You just said it's twenty eight hundred dollars oh. he gave away. Come on. Yep. That means that's... I can unleash. Next year should be <laughs> real fun. <laughs> all right. Fred said, it, Fred said it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gave you the all clear. Uh, and do that in baseball. Of, bring it home. Yep. Well, speaking of fun. Brett just told me to bunt. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> speaking of fun, uh, maybe not so fun for someone in this story. We are going to dive into weird, weird news. news. Oh, boy. A woman was shocked. When she went on a first date with a man she met on Tinder and he brought his late mother's ashes along <laughs> on the date. Sharing her story anonymously, the woman said that she had been chatting to the man for a while and decided it was time for the two to meet up. She invited him to a barbecue at her house and things started off badly. As he arrived late and when he arrived, he explained how he drove past several times and almost turned around to go home then he wouldn't stop talking about every inch of family drama brought extra food around for himself that he didn't share the gall 
<laughs> then brought out a vial full of ashes, which he explained was his late mother. Talking to Reddit, the woman said, when we sit down, he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a vial. It is about two inches tall with a cork in it. It's filled with black powder. He must have noticed me staring at it, flipping around as if he was about to snort something strange or build some <laughs> sand art. <laughs> oh boy. Phone malfunction. Phone malfunction. Oh he my said, gosh, my, my phone's going crazy. He said, Oh, back. all super casual. I'd yeah. like to introduce you to my mother. Uh, okay. Yep. Uh, I just stared at him for what felt yep, like an eternity. I didn't know whether to laugh or cry or run. I like to bring her to any important event in my life. She also has ashes in the necklace I'm wearing and in this <laughs> ring I have on. And this half sleeve tattoo is for her. Now, mind you, I've lost too many people close to me and I do not judge people based off their grief cycles. She says, we all cope differently and I respect that. But homeboy brought a vial of his mother's ashes and set them on the table for our first date. I simply could not. <laughs> oh man. Uh, he finally finished his burger and I made some excuse about having to clock in and finish some work. He texted me before he even got to his car and told me my mother really liked you. I can't wait to see you again. <laughs> I told him I didn't feel the connection to him or his mother. Rude. Rude. She's a saint. Uh, yep. Boy, what a date that would be. Holy cow. By the way, Brett, awesome job tag team in that story. That was kind of about it. That was about as smooth as when the uh, Jamaicans did their boom boom bobsled uh, that was nice that was you know nice. some some people say you know they can't believe jamaica we've got a podcast team so <laughs> hey, uh, we got a podcast man one feel wow. the rhythm feel the ride it's uh, bonfires time it, it's time to offend people <laughs> backroads and bonfires uh <laughs> the one thing that that caught my eye when i was reading this i was like i didn't quite grasp the whole like bringing food brought food like yeah, i thought so weird i thought well i read a little bit later a little more on it but i thought what it said was like at the barbecue he just like got like an extra plate and then wasn't sharing but no it's worse uh there's some comments uh, pulled some cheese it's out of his pocket <laughs> well i mean you know we can't all have rice krispies and goldfish to fill us up oh! um uh, Boom. there was uh where's this comment at oh here it is so somebody had commented so there's more to this that it must be on the reddit thread but the one of the comments they highlighted after the fact was god almighty added a second i cannot fathom the social ineptitude where one would bring just two pieces of bacon to a cookout and not even share them. So he brought apparently just two loose pieces of bacon what for the cookout the and then just didn't share them. But like, did he cook them? Did he have somebody at the barbecue cook that? I just, it hurts my brain. I don't. It cooked I, in his warm, sweaty pocket. Yeah, right by the ashes. Ugh pull out some flabby bacon but it meets the it oh. meets the fda requirements of being cooked <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Yeah. I mean, you would eat soggy bacon. We all know that. Oh, yeah. I did watch him eat raw hamburger. When I cook my bacon, I like it on the softer side. <laughs> cooked. Cooked, but on the softer side. <laughs> makes, the gumming, makes the gumming process easier. <laughs> mm-hmm. No sound effects. We're, we don't need any more. Oh, it's no more. Oh, man. That's, that's uh, boy. That's one for the Yikes. ages. Something Yikes. that uh, she'll definitely never forget. I honestly surprised that she actually stuck around for the entirety of the date. Yeah, <laughs> I would have just stood up and been like, uh, "Nope, see you later." Not well, happening. Speaking of, there was another comment where the guy said, "Well, you can either marry him or move because now he knows where you live." Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Little Batesy. Well, people that is some straight Bates Motel shit right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, uh, when I'm on the, the dating apps, I do see a lot of people who are like, I, I really am looking for a guy who's family oriented. So, you know, wow. I just uh it <laughs> be careful what you wish that. for. That's my Iowa nice for this week. Be careful what you wish for when you ask for somebody to be family oriented i mean like was... he's got ashes like i thought you i thought they were gonna say there was ashes in the tattoo and i was like okay we've officially lost the plot but the tattoo is just for his mom okay that's one thing but then he's got ashes in a necklace and in a ring mm-hmm. you would feel like that would be good enough no i need an actual vial on top of all of that now sure a little little it's not a full urn probably because he's got ashes in 72 hiding spots just so his mom can <laughs> truly be surrounding him at all moments creepy but uh i don't it's just (laughs) leave the vial you could have brought up the necklace in the ring like it would have been maybe a little less awkward i mean saying that she needs to be at every life event and that my mom really liked you that's where it gets too far Uh, that's but yeah yikes just be careful what you wish for ladies if you want if you want a real family oriented man (laughs) Be careful. This guy's as committed to his family as it gets. <laughs> but also, Iowa Nice never, ever, 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 ever have somebody come to your house as a first date. I mean, you have no clue. You have no clue. Yep. No clue. If you do at least have like a cousin or a uncle or something upstairs in case things go around. No, no, no. No, that's not the point. It, it, I, I mean, yeah, always have always have somebody who knows you're on a date but don't let them know where you live date one come on Mm -hmm. this is bush league yep well i bet after this she'll do a little more uh take a take some more precaution as to how she does her dates i'm just amazed that he was on tinder of all places like makes you wonder does his tinder profile like talk about his mom a bunch and like a selfie with his mom (laughs) shirtless shirtless mom (laughs) selfie me and mom pumping iron for those of you can't see i'm holding up a two inch finger thing like i'm holding a vial of ashes by my face and Uh, me and mom christmas 2020 uh, what do they what do they call that blessed what do they call that when they mixed uh cocaine with with gunpowder the brown brown or something like maybe 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 people just think he's a partier like in the pictures holding up the ashes She thought she even said herself, I didn't know if he was going to snort it or make sand castles <laughs> uh, or sand art. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Oh, boy. 
Yikes. All right. Well, you guys ready? You guys um, ready for some uh, stand-up comedy? Oh, uh, who's doing? I'm not that? sure. I'm ready for it, but I'm sure gonna try. Who? Uh, you gonna you gonna play something or what? Uh, so. Uh, oh, you're doing stand-up. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm doing the I'm doing the comedy, baby. All Round right. two. Round two of uh, stand-up comedy. I put Can't a whole five minutes. Round one, so. <laughs> I put a whole five minutes of research or uh, of practice into of this. Research. And, <laughs> of practice into this. So. Is this, dear Siri, is this funny? Did you recite this to yourself in the mirror? <laughs> uh, twice. Uh... Yes. <laughs> I just have a few bullet points and I'll just make up stuff as I go. All right. <laughs> this, <Break a> leg. <clears throat> this topic, thank you. Appreciate that. This topic is called uh, accidentally buying men's jeggings so all right did you steal this from someone else <laughs> oh no this is all me accidentally buying men's jeggings so <laughs> plagiarism plagiarism <laughs> so this one's for the men out there um i don't know if you guys notice i always notice that uh, women's clothing is more comfortable they always have better jeans a little stretch and dry fit material to their shirts their hoodies always look more comfortable, and I've always thought it's not—it's not fair. It's not completely fair. We've got our—we've got our standard 100% cotton hoodies that they get the job done, but they're not comfortable. They're not as good as women's clothing, and women have the cool, stretchy, comfy-looking jeans, and we've got our Wranglers, our BKEs, our whatnot for jeans. They get the job done. They're not that comfortable. Well, for someone like me, who proudly as my high school football coaches would say has a great lineman's butt aka <laughs> i've got some junk in the trunk uh those jeans you either gotta buy you either gotta have tight butt jeans that fit good down the thighs and the shins or you gotta get the jeans that fit good for the booty but then everything just looks weird in the front too baggy makes you look fatter than you already are it's a dumb look well 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 one day i got to experience the glory of the women's clothing. When I went on AmericanEagle.com, I found some jeans that were called Flex Performance Jeans. And let me tell you, it was like an angel from heaven came down, kissed my finger as I hit that order button. Those jeans arrived a few days later and changed my life forever. I put them on instantly angels were singing birds were chirping the skies open sun was shining it was like i was wearing denim sweatpants i had apparently bought men's jeggings they were jeans no doubt but that 98 denim two percent spandex in there i thought 98 two whatever no big deal small ratio they probably all are 98 two that are as far as i know for jeans nope that two percent spandex goes a long ways let me tell you no more problems with mobility. Good to go. Agility could run five miles in these more comfortable than workout clothes. If you ask me, they fit beautifully down the thunder thighs, down the legs, perfectly around the boots, how they're tailored. Let me tell you the junk in the truck lineman booty issue gone forever. Men's jeggings just form right around whatever you got going on. And it is glorious. Thanksgiving, Christmas dinner. No big deal. You used to want to bring your comfy pants or maybe something to change into after you ate something. Nope. No problem anymore. Got your men's jeggings on your flex performance jeans. You can eat your turkey, 
your mashed potatoes, your stuffing, your beans. Give me a little apple pie, pumpkin pie afterwards. And you're good to go in your pants you're already wearing. They're literally like denim sweatpants. Greatest thing on earth. Bought men's jeggings. Look a little slim on maybe. It's all good. They're jeans as far as I'm concerned. The men's jeggings, the flex jeans. Men, if you're out there and you see these, get these. They will change your life forever. End scene. I just can't wait till I walk into the gym to sometime and see Adam wearing a women's sports bra. <laughs> cool. I, uh, by the way, that would be so much more fun to do if I could do physical comedy. Cause I would be doing all sorts of stretches and weird walks and cool things to go along with it. And it would be entertaining. So a man named angel came and kissed your finger while you were, you were internet shopping for, Pregnancy for butt, pants for butt hugger pregnancy <laughs> pants. I'm a little okay. I was shopping for just regular old jeans, and then and then multiple and I angels happened to stumble upon these jeans. They had great reviews. A bunch of wives were on there, like, "Oh, best jeans ever." We'll never get anything else for my husband ever. I bought them. I had no idea they're gonna be stretchies, but boy, oh boy, what I'll never part wear of anything what part of flex fit again. didn't quite didn't quite sing through I don't know. for you. <laughs> didn't really think about it a lot. Just uh... thought they're gonna be your standard denim jeans. I uh let me I, tell you if you if you guys wore some of these jeans, they'll change your life forever. So comfortable. I I I just want to welcome our new metrosexual audience. Thank you for showing up. Uh yep. for I'm Adams. your guy. I'm your guy for everything metrosexual. For Adams, but don't wrong him. Don't wrong him with what you're wearing. Make sure Fashion you got forward a belt. farming. Can you put a belt on your jeggings? Is that oh yeah, baby. That? okay. Just making sure because I'd hate and I'd they hate... don't fit like your hipster skinny jeans. For... Like they look like you yeah, they're tighter. Just yeah, be like normal. Yeah. They're a little just tighter. Yeah, they're more tailored. Yeah, <laughs> they're not tighter. They're just tighter. Jeans. Right down them thunder thighs. <laughs> they're more tailored. I had, than I had to hear jeans. about it in vivid detail. I think. But uh, if you yeah. if you see me wearing them, you just think, oh, nice jeans. But then all of a sudden, I'm what I uh, when I'm like pulling them out from the knee and they're stretching and slapping back. You're like, whoa. Adam, so I basically you bought denim yoga pants. <laughs> hey, where they have they have like so just a picture. They just have the picture of the pocket. They don't have the actual pocket. <laughs> I, <laughs> Ted, I can. Don't if there's you. one thing I you can guys got your son, they would change your life forever for Ted, the better. If, if there's one thing I can guarantee you, it's that I've never looked at you wearing jeans and had any thought in my mind. Never, not once. Not those look good. Those look comfortable. Those look bad. Those look like they're for the farm. I've never, like, unless they were covered in in like hog crap. I don't think I've ever, if I ever buy you guys had a thought. Each a pair for Christmas, would jeans. you wear them and give them? A sure, shot? whatever. They're so insanely comfortable. I don't want. I mean, you clearly, me clothes for Christmas. It's you're gonna weird. put them on and be like, oh my goodness, look how amazing and good looking I am. Confidence level. Boom! Through the roof. So, Adam, here's my women throwing stuff at you as you walk down the street. No okay. good for Steve. Great for Brett uh, and me. I don't walk down the street, so it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> Brett's, uh, one of them night, Brett's one of them night walkers. His <laughs> <laughs> denim jeans. Yeah. His denim yeah. yoga pants. Hey, well, I'm sure they got glowing. Sure they got. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is not going the way I thought. Anyway, I'm. <laughs> Real, I don't know why I'm getting dogged on now. Anyway, hey, can't uh, always be me. I, I just quick question for you, Ped. Uh huh. So that this the uh, just to make sure that I'm on the same page as the audience. This was yep. presented to us as the second 
the second annual, well, not annual, but the second ever uh, Adam Pedersen stand-up topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it was just more of an ad for hashtag better with physical comedy. I feel like it's just more of an a- an ad for AE, which if they're sponsoring yeah, is they, great. Are they, are they paying us for this? I, that sounds I'll great. Tell you what, if but, they heard uh, this, they would want to pay me so much to I'm be just, in their commercials. I'm just confused at how this is stand up when you're just complimenting some jeans. I'm, I'm a little. It's one of my lost. topics on my phone. My comedy comes with physical comedy. I, I just on a podcast. So um, okay. But donk and donk. So we can't do it on a podcast, but we're doing. Oh, we it can on a do podcast. it. Just not as good. Okay. Well, I I highly question uh, your your ad for jeggings being called stand up. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Hey, <laughs> takes hundreds of hours of practice for comics to be good. I've only done about fourteen minutes. I, I it has yeah. nothing to do with your practice. It has to do with your topic. Yeah. <laughs> the topic will be great if done right just got to practice more just it's an ad it's an ad to buy jeans <laughs> hey maybe maybe the, CEO of AE will hear it. that's maybe great the ceo of ae will hear it and be like boom but Here's then he'll then he'll hear you say it's a stand-up bit so he'll be like he's making fun of them i don't mm, mm, mm. we should clip it send it to him no and i'll tell him that i'll come throw mm-hmm. those babies Agreed. on and do and Agreed. do some catcher stances do some <laughs> some some stretching in them to show off no. how unbreakable they are. You want to no. clip your toenails in them? Do no some big deal. Won't catch in the knees. Why are we talking about do some drumming toenails. in these jeans? No big deal. There's no resistance. Clipping toenails. <laughs> Don't have to worry about tearing here. Good and stretchy. Why? Why would you wear jeans to clip toenails? <laughs> I'm just trying to prove a point. There's nothing you can't do in them. <laughs> okay. You can't go to space nothing in them. You, Nothing you can't do on them. You can ride your exercise bike in them, and they'll never get tight. You can't. They're just, uh, they're just you glorious. Go, you can't go deep sea diving in them. Mm, you could. It'd almost be like wearing one of them. One of them full like body suits, scuba they're, suits. They're called wet they're so suits. So beautiful. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Well, there you have it. Bought men's jeggings, and I'll probably never go back ever, except for the farm. Can't wear them on the farm. They're not durable enough for the farm. So is this Pedersen luck? I'm still confused. Oh, no, we'll get there. (laughs) All right. Well, boys, Saturday, August 7th was two days ago. Mm -hmm. And it was National Play Outside Day. So I thought I would share another story of my awesome childhood playing outside and hoped maybe with, you with guys yourself. would have some stories too. Maybe you won't. Not with himself, share one with his six imaginary twin mm-hmm. brother friends. Yep. Yep. You guys are jealous you didn't grow up like me. It's okay. Well, his sister sat inside and studied for a PhD. <laughs> Until she <laughs> locked him out and he had to punch his way in. <laughs> yep. Fee, five, oh, five. <laughs> no brain can stop my brawn. <laughs> 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 Do you guys have a, a story of playing outside back in the day, which hopefully I've got a lot of some, them. Some kids today will will start we did. doing more. Yeah, I've, I've got many. Uh, we lived at the pool. Yeah. Do you have, do you have one for the yeah, the pool? Man, didn't get there a lot. Got there sometimes. A lot of gutter ball, a lot of line tag in the pool. Hold on, hold on, oh, hold, yeah. on hold on. What, oh, yeah. What's gutter ball? <laughs> <laughs> so the outer pool has. Like gutters around, like a foot down from the top, mm-hmm. and you'd get like a squish ball, and you basically one person each side of the pool, and you had to throw it and try to make it in that gutter while someone was blocking it. Wow! 
heaven like forbid that. a random amazing. swims in between and just gets smoked yep. <laughs> physio ball style <laughs> no more painful <laughs> wow i never played gutter ball that sounds like a good time it, it was yeah. line, line tag was also awesome mm. i do remember doing that love me some line tag or trying to sink all the way to the bottom without drowning like see how long <laughs> well we would we would either jump off Some the base. diving board or jump off the side in the deep end and like you'd have to swim to the bottom and touch it and come back up and we would race other people doing it but like some people would get like halfway down and like not commit to it and then oh god i can't i can't turn around and come back up so that was always do fun. you remember brett do you remember the game where one person was in the pool right on the side and you had to try to jump over them without getting tagged. Yes, I now that <laughs> I didn't until right now. Uh, yeah. How none of us fell and like oh you got to run and start. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, we were running on what? Running in the pool. <laughs> what? Go to jump, fall, slip, jump at the back of your head on the concrete. Well, and uh, speaking of those gutters, like if you didn't jump right, you'd end up in one of the gutters. Uh, it just <laughs> yeah. what a what a horrible idea i can't believe we got away with it and the fact that nobody <laughs> fell and cracked a skull or like broke some teeth out is truly amazing yep. and the fact that that's a game that i enjoyed is even scarier that's what turns you into a man parents Apparently. nowadays would be like oh my gosh we can't do that everyone <laughs> call your lawyers we're gonna sue the pool well i mean if somebody got hurt yeah somebody probably would have done yeah. that back if then we would have got hurt back in the day our parents would have said ah dust it off you little be an idiot. You're all right i uh be an idiot. for <laughs> the first thing i thought of when you're talking about national play outside day i thought of a cautionary tale because I, I knew a lot of what we were going to talk about was going to be positive and uplifting and, and, and maybe, you know, scary. Like, oh, I can't believe we got away with that. But <laughs> mine's more of a cautionary tale. But uh, it, it does, uh, it does invo- involve Steve a little bit. So back in, the, in these days, and this was elementary school. Mm-hmm. I think I was in first grade, maybe. I don't know. But uh, back in these days, uh, Steve's mother was my babysitter after school. And so normally, you know, school would get done. You would walk like the two blocks down to the house and like, you know, hang out there until Ma or Pa came pick me up or until it was that time to, you know, walk to my house. Uh, One day after school, me and my uh, best friend at the time were like, hey, do you want to just like hang out at the playground and like just play like hide and go seek? Uh, mind you, we had an amazing, just top tier playground. Uh, one of the wooden ones mm. with a ton of little hidey holes and cubbies and the, the all goat. the different steps mm. and and, and hi- like hiding spots out the wazoo. And it was lava a big one. Right, the goat. The <laughs> lava tag. Yeah, it was kind of a lava tag hide and go seek combo one v one. It was a good time. Uh, speaking of time, we had no concept of it. We apparently did that until pretty much sundown that was that was kind of our sign that we might have gone a little too close to the sun on this one uh because it was setting and we're like yeah that's probably a little bit later than we expected so we're like yeah we we should probably go i get down to the babysitter is and steve's mom is just like uh yeah you can just go home your your parents uh your parents are waiting for you. And it was very like, you're <laughs> come and gone. Yeah. You, 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 
you're in such deep shit. I'm not even going to bother yelling at you because your Armageddon is a couple blocks away. So I was already like on the, the walk to, to, to your mom's house was already a little nerve wracking. My God, the walk to my house was even worse. I walk in that door and mind you, Brett's doing like the slow walk and it's like the sad music in the background playing like in a movie. Just, just uh, fear and getting there. I mean, I'm an only <laughs> child uh, at that point and still today. Uh, I get in there and the most terrifying scenario possible is happening. They are both in the living room in their separate rocker recliner chairs. Mm. No TV mm. on, no music on, nothing. They are sitting in the house, in dead silence, not talking to each other, <laughs> nothing. They are literally just waiting for me to come home. And mind you, uh, the way I walk into the house, the chairs are pointing away from me. So the first thing mm -hmm. I see is the back of their heads. Maybe and uh, them and get up the stairs. <laughs> well, my room is past them. And then, yeah, oh, I, could, I forgot. Yeah, I could try to go upstairs that. to the game to room was upstairs. My quote unquote game room. Uh, yeah, I could try to do that. I mean, obviously, they're they're going to know what's yeah, but up. You go upstairs, you're cornered. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> really, my only choice was to turn around and leave. Uh, but I feel like that, mm, that that was kind of the whole point was like uh, <laughs> we couldn't find you. Uh, my i don't remember who started it but i think they were like tripping over each other to yell at me uh but <laughs> probably barry took the lead first and was just uh you know like i can't believe you blah with this and your mother was worried sick that's my favorite part of getting yelled at by your parents is when the one doesn't say that he was worried sick it's just that your mother was worried sick and when you're and now that i'm an adult i get it like <laughs> your mother was worried sick and she wouldn't stop bothering me about it and so now my <laughs> night is ruined <laughs> so i get it now but uh yeah and of course you know julie probably started with yelling and then it probably turned into crying and and uh is one of i believe it was one of three times in my life that i ever heard that uh we're we're not mad we're disappointed I was like, I mean, what? Like, first of all, you just yelled at me. So you're clearly mad, but yeah, uh, they were a little concerned that they couldn't find me. And then just so that everybody knows, I've been a smart ass since day one. In the back of my head, I was like, you didn't look very hard if you couldn't find me. Like, I, where was I? School. Where wasn't I? The babysitter. Where's the first place we should check? School. What's at the school? The playground. You could have found me really quickly. It's a small town, but hey, neither here nor there. Uh, yeah. So luckily I was not stupid enough to say that out Spectra. loud, but that is always the, first, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got stolen by the hut, hut, nut, hut, uh, just a <laughs> cattywampus from my house, uh, <laughs> or, or the neighbor's, uh, cat spunky, you know, just get, clawed me in the Achilles walking by one of the, uh, mm -hmm. uh, sewer drains. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys, do you know, do you remember that hill out by the playground? Yes. Do you remember uh, Jesse ghosting his bike down that hill mm. over and over? Do you know how many times he could get it to flip over that wire? Oh, that hill yeah. was so awesome. <laughs> Man, that hill was so awesome. Every day after school. <laughs> we were easily entertained. <laughs> so much fun to do. Yeah. I get that uh, bike a running start and just let her rip. <laughs> I uh, uh 
guys' stories made me think of two things. The pool, I remember the first time I tried doing a flip off the diving board. Oh, terrifying. A little too much momentum. Uh, <laughs> ended up straight on my face in the water oh. and with a bloody nose. Yeah. And <laughs> That's why you didn't then, get to go to the pool anymore. <laughs> but then on like my fourth, third or fourth attempt, I finally got it down where I was landing foot first. And I thought it was so cool because I could do a flip. <laughs> or, or what was the other one? The shotguns off the diving board and all oh, the shotguns yeah the shotguns were awesome i did but a the, the first time i did a flip was off don't the, go until they're at the ladder <laughs> was at the, the high dive board over at the university because uh, i just couldn't i couldn't get my brain to flip like off the side or off of a regular diving board and mind you, like I was the first place to do it. Well, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what I was on that day. I like, I, I don't have as big of an issue with it now, but back then I was terrified of heights. So again, how, why, was only, what, like 20, 25 feet in the air to me, it, to me, it felt like I was on top of the empire state building. It just felt insanely high. And like, you want to talk about being afraid of falling off something by running. Uh, yeah. I don't know. And just something in my brain was like, damn it. I want to flip. And like, this is, this is the only place I feel like I'm safe enough to get a full one in. And I sent it off that thing. And I guarantee I landed back. Send first. It. <laughs> I guarantee it. I got slap. <laughs> Sorry. I guess I got screamed at me. by a, by a BB student lifeguard when we went there once because I ran to the end and then you do the big bounce into the second really big bounce. But instead of coming down feet first, I bounced on my butt. No purpose to go in and <laughs> blow in the whistle. You can't do that. Get out of the pool. <laughs> and now we're starting uh, to understand. Up. <laughs> now we're starting to understand why Adam didn't get to go to the pool very much. Yeah. First time he gets beat up in the bloody Bad. nose and his parents try to sue the second. He goes to another pool and they kick him out for horsing around. <laughs> yeah. He Quit was that kicking kid. around, kid. <laughs> Stop breaking uh, the law, asshole. Yep. <laughs> the uh, before I get to my awesome story from when I was younger and alone at the farm, um, <laughs> at the your playground. At, at the Adam Municipal Pool. <laughs> yep, the playground. Uh, made me think of the time after a baseball game when me and Steve and two other friends, one being a female, uh, went to the playground after we got home from an away baseball game and we played some lava tag there. We were like 17, never too young, to, never too old to play lava tag. <laughs> and afterwards, we decided to go to the track and the track had the double cables all the way around the track. And, oh, and shit. the female with us was sitting on the top she was cable. Dead. And me and Steve were like, do you want us to like, do like a one, two, three, and then like, like launch you off this thing. And she's like, yeah, that'd be fun. We're thinking, yeah, she'll go four feet or something. So we do the up one, up two, three. We pull that cable. I swear. She's like 14 feet in the air. <laughs> goes like oh. flipping around and lands right on her tailbone. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, she starts crying. <laughs> she starts oh. crying. Like, oh my gosh. Are you okay? Oh, no. I forgot about that. No, you just it dropped one of those me. really. It was one of the really loose cables too, so you got a lot of <laughs> torque on it. Yeah. No, you just dropped me out of a two-story house onto my ass. I, for, I uh, forgot all about that. Yeah, it was glorious. <laughs> Kids, this is what you miss out on when you don't uh, go outside and make your fun out of random objects in town. Yikes! <laughs> so, 
um, my story that I was going to present for National Play Outside Day mm-hmm. was uh, when I would go outside on my own and practice baseball. I'd work on arm strength and accuracy via my apple tree. I would grab, I I would go ahead. Was it hard to pitch and hit to yourself? You know, like... No, I would only, I would only pitch, but when I did pitch and, <laughs> and hit to myself, I would only throw it out like high and like three feet in front of me and then run and catch up to and hit it. A lot of home runs. A lot of home runs. Because you're literally running at the ball. <laughs> Yep. So I would get a five gallon bucket full of apples that fell out of the tree. Remember words from Mike, don't take the good ones from the tree. Take the ones that have fallen out or on the ground. So I'd pick up those and then I'd start, I'd look at like trees that were like 60, 70 feet away and aim at like little branches and see if I could hit them and naturally and have throwing contests. Say I get 10 throws, see how many I can get over this fence, throwing it over there. And... At least 97% accuracy since mm-hmm. nobody was there 100%. to prove it. 100%. Adam feet target of amazingness. Practice, target practice throwing at like old yeah. pop cans that I set on a fence post or something. <laughs> Great times. Great times. Absolutely legendary times, actually. Legendary. I had to go to the tennis court and throw into the fence. To... <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I would. Uh, my uncle, my uncle had a, a trampoline, like one of the mini trampolines. He tied it sideways to like a, a tree, so I could throw against it. Then when I was older, the ball would come back to me. Mm. Then I could. Then I moved. I graduated to actual baseballs and tennis balls instead of apples. Yeah, we don't. We don't have the stuff they use now. It's crazy. No. <laughs> we had to entertain ourselves to get better. Yep. I just oh, popped man. uh I just popped the old uh cyber stadium events base wars into my NES. That's how I played baseball <laughs> nice. with the robots. Wow. And then you could base get in wars. fights. Solid game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Get in fights trying to steal bases. You're it's yep. teams of robots playing baseball, and then if you steal a base and they and they stop you, you literally go into a side by side fighting screen and beat the crap out of each other and like weapons yeah one of them uh, one of them is just like literally a human shaped robot but then like there's one that's a he's like a hovering one and he just like slams down Uh, isn't i'm pretty uh, wasn't there one with a gun uh there might have been one's holding that's a good way to win a baseball game one uh well this is just if you get caught stealing a base but and then there's one with uh stealing to get shot well, yep. get caught get shot uh and then there's <laughs> one there's one with, words to live by baby i mean if you want if you want to catch me i'm gonna shoot you that doesn't rhyme anymore but hey it doesn't matter uh uh there's one that had a motor it was just like a unicycle motorcycle wheel robot he was pretty cool he would do like a flip mm-hmm. to kick you it was a great game check it out i thought i'm pretty i thought the pitcher had a cannon for an arm though. that's true that's like true cannon yeah that's how you that's how you determined your your power yeah <laughs> yeah sorry for that absolute detail but yeah i've that's how i that's how i threw the ball to to hit you know i just uh just did it virtually what i wouldn't give to go back and live the old playing outside days as a kid glorious <laughs> glorious glorious with all your friends <laughs> <laughs> all right it is time for another segment of Pedersen luck <sighs> Pedersen luck segment is brought to you by moonlight lawn care which is owned and operated by steve botcher he uh, will take care of all of your aeration spraying seeding and fertilization needs for your yard 
Uh, he does not mow. So just his main four are aeration, spraying, seeding, and fertilizing. And you can get a hold of Steve for all of your lawn care needs at 712-749-0698. That is Moonlight Lawn Care. Since football season is fastly approaching, I thought I would uh, tell the story. The story that happened from uh, this, this, this previous NFL football season. Uh, <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts. Or who were they playing, Steve? Do you remember? No. The, it was Colts funny, were, the Colts were playing the Ravens, maybe, or something. Anyway, Colts, big underdogs. But I did some research. I was like, man, the Colts defense has been this good against the top teams. And I was like, man, I'm feeling good about a Colts win here. Not only am I going to bet them to cover the spread, I'm going to bet them to win outright. So I put some money on it. If the bet would have won, I would have won a nice little chunk of change. Well, what happened was the Colts were, they had it in the bag. They freaking were winning. They should have won. They had it in the bag. They blew it at the end. They lose the game in the process of losing because I bet on them this guarantee they win the game. If I don't bet on them, Patterson luck. What happens is they become the first team in NFL history to get into the opposing team's red zone nine times and never win the game. <laughs> first team in NFL history. <laughs> That's a lot of years and a lot of games. First time ever in history when I bet on them, of course. Also became the first team in NFL history to never punt once and lose the game. <laughs> I bet on them. They break two freaking records. Like they set two all-time records, never been done before in the history of football. NFL's been going on like 60 years. Go figure. When I bet on them, it cost me, I think it was like five, 600 bucks. Pedersen <laughs> <sighs> luck. Guarantee they win the game. By probably 15 points if I don't bet on them. But the old <laughs> Pedersen luck happens. And bottom, I remember I had to go back to the combine after that game. I ran home for lunch to watch the end of it. Boy, I was just so upset for the rest of the afternoon in the combine. <laughs> I'm sure I I'm sure I said some encouraging words. Yeah. You were very supportive as always. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. Colts. God, first team twice first team in NFL history on two different categories same game and i bet on them unbelievable that's how it goes <laughs> though when you got the curse i mean <laughs> i i feel like we've seen uh quite a bit even the audience kind of knows at this point but that you betting on things is uh just almost seems like a guaranteed bad idea mm-hmm. so i don't do it anymore because the curse won't <laughs> allow it curse won't allow first wins off. You bet against me with the NCAA bracket every year and you lose. So, <laughs> well, I just, I do that for fun going into it, knowing I'm going to lose. No matter who I pick, no matter who I pick, oop, there's a loss. Adam picked them. <laughs> Guaranteed money for Steve. I've told people uh, yeah. sincerely that, uh, that, or, and I think I've told you that you should provide a service where you give people your honest opinion on a bet. And then all they need to do is do the <laughs> do exact the opposite. opposite, but you get, you get some sort of cut on it that I've, I've said that since day one, yep. that's really something you should look into. I think that could be profitable. Smart, <laughs> smart, real smart. All right. Well, people, um, like Brett said, maybe we could start a service here where you can all make money on my back while I lose, but for me, incentively betting, taking the losses, I'm going to have to get a percentage of your money. So there you go. There it is. 
uh yeah actually uh we've got a patreon if you back us part of the things you get are uh adam's uh adam's top sports bets for the week Mm -hmm. Uh, at the cost of just ten dollars a month uh you can get in on Mm -hmm. that that level and (laughs) this and this is all a joke and in the patreon (laughs) it's gonna be real someday and Uh, the patreon i'm gonna be wearing my skin tight why red america hoodie i just want to what is it? I, I, real question. Real honest question. Like no joke. All We're jokes different aside. people rep. Uh, yeah. But what? What is it? Like, do you, <laughs> like weird. With the hoodie? No, just uh, just you and you and your uh, your form fitting clothing that you're always so very excited to talk about. Mm. Just confuses me. Because I look good. I just I don't. I never hear you talk about it when we're not on the podcast. I'll you just get on the it. podcast and then it's not like, only will I start doing it, I'll just start wearing it for hey everybody. Good lord. I'm gonna, that, I'm gonna rate that red cut off with them yeah. with a men's jacket. Wear it for me. <laughs> I live two and a half hours away. Wear it for me. Put all my you boots want. and my cowboy hat. Ooh. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know what kind of sick shit you guys send in that other group text, but I want no part of it. <laughs> I'm not in it. I ignore right. it. Boys, boys, boys. Yeah, that Let's seems like about... that seems like what I was asking. <laughs> the the boys, boys, boys. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about what grinds our gears, shall we? <laughs> I might have already. I don't know. That might. Uh, Brett, why don't you start us off? I haven't even thought of one yet. You said you, you said you Cla- had one earlier, Brett. Why don't you start us off? Classic, Steve. Uh, so mine. Yeah. Um, Good work, Steve. Mine, yeah. mine is. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me a whole lot, but it, it kind of goes back to how I was raised. So as a child, there was a lot of things. And I'm, I know this is true for a lot of people, but, you know, uh, you might have accidentally left a door open at some point. What are we going to mm-hmm. do? What am I doing? You're cooling the whole neighborhood, you know, wasting money. You know, oh, you left the space heater on upstairs all night long. What are you doing? What's going on? Why is the window open and the space heaters on? This makes no sense. Why are there lights Stupid. on in this room that nobody's in? And that's the one I want to hone in on. Why are there lights on in a room that nobody's in? Now that one, that one, now that it's my money, I kind of get it now. I, I like to shut things off as I'm leaving rooms, especially living alone. Cause who the hell else is going to do it? Uh, but I've noticed in my parents' elder years, let's call it that and see if they get pissed off or not. Um, oh, sure. I I guess, uh, I, uh, when I visit them and sometimes when they visit me, lights tend to get left on, uh, pretty often. And, uh, Uh it's a little confusing, uh, because, you know, these are the people that were just on my case 24 seven. Well now, heck yeah, we make so much money. We can leave lights on everywhere, but they've drilled it so far down into my skull that now I have to be annoyed when I'm at their house and it, it makes no difference to me, but their conditioning has now given me a condition and, and really just eh, sets me off. So I've decided Good parenting right there. I've decided that, uh, anybody that knows good old Barry and Julie. Next time you see him, just go ahead and call him Tom Bodette because they will definitely leave the light on for you. So. <laughs> Grinds my gears. 
my parents never had to get after me because I was the one yelling at everyone to close the <laughs> close the door. And what are you doing? Born a barn. The door one. Born. The door one. I I I picked up on pretty quick. Like, and then that turned into me yelling at all my friends. Like, why is the door open? Like, I I get that one. That one. I get them all. I understand them all. But the door one, I I picked up on that one real quick. <laughs> yep. Yep. Steve, you find one? Yep. Sure did. Oh yeah. Sure did. Oh, Slow golfers, week four. Take it away. What, grind, what <laughs> grinds my gears? Take it away. When someone complains about people wearing certain things when it's warm out, but turns around and then wears something very similar when it's warm out, you're telling complete lies. <laughs> that didn't I actually mean, happen. Practice what you preach. Practice what you preach. We already acknowledged that you guys are dumb and didn't understand my text messages yesterday. You still wore leg sleeves, leg long yeah. sleeves. It when was it was chilly hot. by the lake when the wind mm. was blowing. <laughs> Plus, they were jaggings. They're comfy. If you haven't, if you thanks, Andy. If you or sorry, no, that's a TV channel. Thanks, American Eagle. Uh, in case you haven't picked up through context clues. Adam, uh, Adam had to move. Absolute moves. bull crap. The hypocrisy two on one that always happens. <laughs> Adam had to move. Hey, Just I'll be the first track to admit. of all your guys' hypocrisy. Uh, hey, Adam, there's a lot uh, more coming. I sold them tickets for no profit. <laughs> Adam uh, was moving some guilt free uh, from here on out musical equipment, uh, and it was quite warm the other day. But uh, yep. you know, he was head to toe just dressed dressed to dressed to impress ready to go and uh we ended up talking that uh jeans were essentially uh leg sleeves long, yeah long sleeves for your legs <laughs> sometimes you gotta sweat to look good baby yeah yeah we should make you a judge other people for wearing hoodies when it's 90 out there in bed and yes you can jeans are acceptable if you're wearing a t-shirt <laughs> or yeah. if you want to look really ridiculously good looking so you're well, wearing long long sleeve shorts well what about me <laughs> i i wore shorts today but then i wore uh, a lightweight like pullover with like the workout material whatever i don't know i'm not sure what's wrong with you it's summer why are you wearing long sleeves but i'm wearing, why are you shorts. wearing jeans it's the same as jeans and a short sleeve t-shirt it's exactly the same um, Science True. says the upper half gets hotter. For you, maybe. <laughs> what science? Yeah, Adam the science. science. The, the science. science of Adam. Because uh, another thing the audience might not have noticed or definitely has is that Adam, what, yeah, whatever Adam, affects Adam. Adam the science guy. Whatever affects Adam is Adam's universe. And then Be anything that could not. affect somebody else differently is this whole other hogwash poppycock <laughs> flies. Took you long enough to freaking catch on. <laughs> i caught on 33 years ago okay I mean, uh, took you long enough to finally like join in and realize i'm right no that's, that's not see meant. again you know uh, every, everyone just heard that i know it's a joke i'm just gonna keep <laughs> going with it y- y'all just heard it happen mm-hmm. but <laughs> if it's adam yes American if it's not I'm adam right. no <laughs> that's hey, the math just like them jeans 98 percent of america's on my side two percent's on yours yeah, just remember in that analogy, so, the two percent is what makes it heavenly. That's on you. I want, 
That's on you. <laughs> that one backfired. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. All right. What grinds my gears <laughs> is when people let pets lick them all over their face, their hands, whatever. What are you doing letting pets with their gross mouths and gross tongues and nasty breath lick you? Like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you as a person? What happened to you as a child? What's going through your head that thinks it's acceptable to let pit pets just lick you all over? It's disgusting. It makes you disgusting, and I want nothing to do with you. <laughs> Gross. Have some hygiene pride, people. Stop letting pets lick you. I witnessed some... <clears throat> I witnessed... Oh God, I can't even talk. I'm getting goosies. I can't talk about it. I don't mm. like when people let pets lick them. Getting goosies, folks. I, I heard it here first. I was gagging with what I was trying to say. Can't do it. <laughs> anyway i don't know sorry to the two of you if you guys love pets licking your face I i've think never it's disgusting and they never had a pet and another thing i can thank my parents for the one of two <laughs> gifts i only ever asked for a go-kart or a pet did they tell you you were allergic <laughs> got neither never got either i take it back i did win uh, i guess i mean you had chickens for like three hours for mrs wyland until you gave uh, me no so i was at the fair <laughs> the Buena Vista County Fair and I won a goldfish. So yeah. they, they still didn't get me a pet. I won one and Gary the goldfish forced to, they were forced to have a pet, but then I went to church camp that summer shortly thereafter. And I get a call from Julie about how my pet goldfish had died while I was gone. And I said, well, what happened? She's like, well, you know, I was in the kitchen and, and uh, I was cleaning and I turn around and he's just belly up at the top of the bowl. And I'm like, wait yeah. a minute, you're in the Stupid kitchen, fish. which is where Stupid the fish forgot how to swim, where the fish was at. Fish bowl was, was in the kitchen by the window. And I said, and you were cleaning. Mind you, back in these days, uh, one of Julie's favorite uh, cleaning products was Pledge while we're getting all of our, our uh, sponsorships out of the way here. And she would spray an ungodly amount of pledge. Like she probably could have cleaned the entire Eiffel Tower with how much she was spraying just for this tiny area of a, of a countertop. And instead of spraying shine, it baby. onto a, a washcloth or something, she would just spray it like either onto things or like in the air almost. And I knew oh, this. Tornado. So I asked her and I said, so you were cleaning, which means you were you had the pledge out. Yeah. I said, you wouldn't have happened to have accidentally sprayed over the bowl, did you? And you could hear the, the gears in her mind grind to an absolute halt when she realizes that she murdered my only ever pet fish that she really just didn't want to live in the first place. So I've I've been committed or I've been convinced since that day till till this very second that uh my mother uh, committed murder, pet murder, uh, just because yep. she was really sick of me Brett, having a pet. You fish. had to go to church camp for Trinity. Didn't have to. Uh, I think oh. it was think it's think it was something my mom really thought was going to help. You know. Get yeah. The, well, we were supposed to go for Trinity for confirmation. What were we doing at Trinity? Uh, we were supposed to go to church camp, I think. But I went up there and stayed in a cabin with Luke at the church camp for a week, and they counted it. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I I had Skating a decent time. By. That was like my only like summer camp experience, and it, it was decent. Nice. Well, you can always 
you can always come to my church camp and sleep in the bed of my truck and my tent with me. Wow. <laughs> I think Ted just invited us to his pedo hotel. Yeah. I, <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> I killed a, I killed a, and a, a child a, a, an aquarium <laughs> full of fish on a Saturday night in college one night, but I'm uh, not going to go into that story because people yeah. will be upset. In fact, I think I'm just going to cut that out. <laughs> no, it's all good. I brought it up because you can leave it. Well, why bring it up to then not talk about it? The fish it? died on a dare. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so you ate it. Oh, no. Um, so, as promised in the last episode, I'm going to give you a rundown quick of the old Harry Potter series. <laughs> oh, a ranking. Why do we leave this for last? I don't see this on the <laughs> note. Why are we, I why also are have we a, talking about it still? I also have... <laughs> Uh, O.J. Simpson written on the bottom of my page. I can't remember why I wrote it. So huh. we're gonna go from Harry Potter to O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Hopefully, I remember why I wrote it. I'm gonna. I'll Google it while I'm talking. Maybe, about Harry. maybe because uh, Harry Potter know. murdered your expectations. I don't know. Could be. All right. First of all, <laughs> on the food, Brett wanted to. We wanted to talk about which ones had the most wasted food. And the, in my opinion, the first three movies are really the only ones that have a lot of like sitting at the table food scenes because once things get going hardcore and like four on it's more like all over the countryside and places sure. fighting and stuff yeah. so i'd say like number two probably wastes the most food and breaks my heart the most with the christmas awesome christmas feast <laughs> then number one then number three then from there on out they have some time where they sit down for a meal but mostly not really but so the for first, the ones the that matter three. two one three yep two one Who's three the biggest offender all right yep Good and then in my and then in my opinion, ranked eight to one, uh, and obviously we know that my opinion is the one that matters most in this world. Is and, he, and this one will agree because we don't care. <laughs> uh, number eight, Goblet of Fire. Number seven, Chamber of Secrets. Number six, Sorcerer's Stone, aka the first one. Uh, number five, Half Blood Prince, aka the fifth one. Order of Phoenix, number four, number three, Prisoner of Azkaban, and then my two favorite, which doesn't always happen. We're actually the last two. Part one and part two goes uh, two and one for the finale. Uh, I'm always, I'm a sucker for an endearing, nostalgic ending, and so, Harry Potter delivers on that. So a little confused that for half of them, you called out which movie they were, and then the other half. This the only two I remember the order. Yeah, okay. Except for oh. Deathly Hollows, part one being the second best, and part two being the, those are the last two. Well, yeah, I remembered four of them. Conventional wisdom <laughs> would tell you either do all of them or none of them, but that's okay. You're not yep. conventional, and, and no, we've covered I'm that. Me. So, yeah, unfortunately. Love or leave it. It's who I am. I would love to leave it. We're, we're, hey, I ain't we're holding your gunpoint to be my friend. We're getting, <laughs> <laughs> again, we're not friends. Like you've told me numerous times, we are we're not coworkers. friends. We are co workers when we're <laughs> recording. Friendship's got nothing um, to do with it. I remembered why I wrote OJ Simpson. Of course you do. <laughs> Did you guys see the story? Where OJ Simpson said that he does not go into Los Angeles anymore because he's afraid that he will see the real killer there and they'll try to kill him. Oh, well, come on, man. He came out and said this yesterday. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. Go OJ. <laughs> when you're at this point, you might as well commit to it. But man, could you just not make any comments? Could you just? Yeah. The, I mean, 
if the glove does not fit, you must acquit. Like the fact that that, uh, what a, mm-mm. that broke my brain. Thanks, Adam. I definitely needed that right before trying to. I was just wondering if he never goes into LA, how can the killer ever be in LA? Is my question. <laughs> to Shay. <laughs> also, it, who well, murders someone then just doesn't stop talking about it for 30 years? Well, Seriously, just shut up, dude. <laughs> I, I guess to to piggyback off your idea uh he's really hoping he doesn't run into any mirrors while he's in la (laughs) (sighs) oj simpson steve's favorite athlete (laughs) all right drove that bronco baby (laughs) i still want one of those not not a white one not not a white one i want a white replica to drive around town i don't want a replica either i just want one of those broncos that has nothing to do with him all right, Brett. All right, Brad. awesome episode. If you say so. Tell them where they can find us. Oh, I say so, and I mean so. <laughs> where can they find us? <laughs> Couple places. Uh, anywhere you're looking. Uh, all one word: B K Roads Bonfires. A uh, couple places you can use that to find us would be Twitter at BK Roads Bonfires, Instagram.com forward slash BK Roads Bonfires, mm-hmm. and the good old anchor.fm forward slash BK Roads Bonfires. And a little cherry on top if you're on Facebook, go ahead and search for the Back Roads and Bonfires podcast group. We are mm-hmm. on there. So, yes, sir. You can listen to us on Spotify on apple podcasts on stitcher on the anchor app uh we will post uh on mondays the links and stuff for you to listen look for them on facebook and all that like brett said and we just really appreciate you listening hopefully uh some new listeners out there are enjoying this and laughing and uh we have thick skin don't be afraid to give us thoughts and opinions on what you'd like to hear or or what we can do better for you I have a thought. It's all about the people and the listeners, the people of the pod. It's for you. I have a thought. I would like you to stop telling people about all of my various health conditions, like thick skin. Uh, I didn't agree for you to tell anybody that. Oh, okay. (laughs) Good. Yep. Mm -hmm. One of us on here has thick skin. (laughs) (laughs) It's another instance of you guys picking on me. All right. From this episode, uh, some key points that we've learned. Uh, maybe leave your dead relatives at home when you go on a first date. Uh, man, I'm telling you, wear the stretchy pants. They'll change your life. Uh, if you want to work on your arm strength, take your kid out to a farm, find an apple tree. You know, just your random yep. things you think about They'll every steal day. Some farmers' apples and start drawing them. <laughs> yep. Just your everyday things you think about while driving around, and uh, wow. whatever you do, do not listen to OJ Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> or do I mean he's really successful, isn't it? I mean, it's true. Yep, he, he did do some jail time. Football. Yeah, listen but, to him uh, when it comes to football training. <laughs> uh, maybe not when it comes to social skills. I mean, he got into some movies, maybe take some advice there. Who knows? I mean, yeah. I mean he, his best acting job was definitely at the trial. So, second know. thought, yeah. listen to OJ Simpson <laughs> if you want to be successful in life. Backtrack. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I've got nipples. You think you can milk me, fucker? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, good stuff. Mm-hmm.